Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 39. I love career growth and professional development. I've been pretty much addicted to self-help books and personal development books for as long as I can remember. And prior to that, the only thing I read was mystery novels. Oh, I used to love Agatha Christie books. Um, And I had a whole collection of them. Everybody always knew what to get me for a gift. It was an Agatha Christie book. But once I got into business and once I started my career, I was obsessed with professional development and how to grow in my career. Ambition has always been kind of part of my DNA. And honestly, I think in some interesting, subtle way, it's part of everyone's DNA. And the reason I say that is because of physics and the laws of nature. We are in a world, in a universe that is ever expanding. It's recreating itself all the time. Seeds going into the ground and then coming out. Trees that lose their leaves and then rebloom in the spring. This is the way things work. And so you having those little inklings that there might be something more for you, or you want that promotion, or you want to switch to that new industry, and feeling that it has something to do with deep inside you. One of the authors I read calls it the deep waters of our soul. (laughs) That's That might sound a little too deep, but you know that you've got these little things, these little thoughts floating by of something you might do or something you're interested in doing. And listen, we work. That's what we do. And so our career, no matter where you are in that career, you're going to encounter these opportunities for growth. And so today I'm going to teach you how to create that career growth in seven steps. Number one, I want you to listen to yourself. I want you to take the time to really listen to what that little voice is saying. And you know, it doesn't even have to be always the positive thing. Sometimes fear is telling you something. Sometimes there's a message behind that that you need to pay attention to. It's about being a curious watcher of your brain, a curious listener about the things that are interesting to you, that you desire. Asking yourself the question of what's possible is such a good thing to do. But it's not just asking yourself the question, it's listening to the answer that you give yourself. The next step is to stop overthinking. 
when you start overthinking, the only thing that happens is you start to feel overwhelmed, you start to fear failure, and you quit. And listen, when you get into that mode, all you're doing is just failing ahead of time. That's the truth. So instead of overthinking, go back to the one thing that you can do to move forward. Don't allow yourself to fall into the trap of thinking, oh my gosh, if I do this, then this must result in, and next thing you know, you're on step 23, and (laughs) it all feels like too much, and you don't go for it. Constrain down. Go to the next thing that you need to do, not the everything that you need to do. Number three, suspend judgment. When you start thinking of steps, when you even start thinking of the one thing, our brain wants to judge that and think, well, that's that's kind of stupid simple. Why would this one thing, how is this one thing going to get me where I need to go? But if you suspend judgment for a little while, hey, you may need to evaluate your results down the road. Don't get me wrong. That's part of it. But suspend judgment long enough to get yourself moving forward into that one thing that you've determined that you need to do to move forward. I'm fond of the statement, everything I want is on the other side of the next action I take. Not all of the actions, it's on the other side of the next action. So when you suspend judgment, about that next action, then it allows you to move forward. And as I said, let things unfold for you. Ideas create more ideas. Actions create more actions. This is the law of nature, my friends. So take advantage of it. Number four, don't get stuck on the how. There's, what is that quote by Yoda? There is no, do or do not, there is no try. I love that quote because, listen, if you think about trying to do it or you tell yourself, I don't know, those are not thoughts that help you. I don't know is always a lie if we want to really get down to the truth of it because there is something you do know. But getting stuck in the how it's all going to work out and how you're going to get from A to B to that promotion to that next step in your career will only get you spinning in procrastination and sometimes perfecting and sometimes spending all your time getting your ducks in a row, which again, doesn't get you any closer. So don't worry about the how. When you do know what to do with that first step, then the path will start to become more clear. It's the Martin Luther King quote about taking that next step, even if you can't see the staircase. Do it. Be Nike. Just do it. Come on. Don't get stuck on the how. You know what to do in this moment, And that will lead you to figuring out what to do in all of the moments beyond that. Number five, risk, rejection, and resilience are all in there. It's all part of that career growth path. 
And you can even substitute failure for rejection here. But risk is where the life is. I read a book by Rob Bell recently, and I had to write down that quote because that is a little something that calls to us. That is part of that creative process. There's always going to be a little bit of risk. But once you realize that little buzz, that vibration that comes along with risk, the butterflies that come along with risk are just part of it, you can embrace it and you can realize that, look, this is what I'm going to do anyway. And my gosh, rejection. I have a whole podcast about rejection tolerance. So if you haven't listened to it, go back to that one because that's part of it too. Some of the famous rejections that I've read about, J.K. Rowling getting Harry Potter rejected about 12 times. Uh, Stephen King, his first book was rejected 30 times. And more recently, I read about actor Mark Ruffalo getting rejected somewhere between 600 and 800 times at auditions. Yet look where he is. That rejection tolerance is what builds your resilience. And you cannot move forward without realizing that failure, rejection, and risk are part of the recipe. And the good news is, is that you can learn from it. So don't avoid failure, embrace it. Don't avoid rejection. Realize that it is just part of the math that gets you from here to there, that creates the career growth that you're actually after. Number six, throw yourself into it. Believe it's going to happen. Don't let doubt derail you. There is absolutely no value to indulging in thoughts of doubt, in thoughts of insufficiency, in thoughts of lack. It's not just the news. It isn't the reality. It's your thoughts. So please don't indulge in those thoughts. Instead, believe that it's possible. Even when believing seems delusional at worst or illogical, there will always be a benefit to thinking those thoughts compared to indulging in those doubtful, insufficient kinds of thoughts. Trust me, the upside of believing it's possible is always worth it. You don't know where you're going to end up. I've mentioned that. You don't know the how. But the belief that it's possible for you, that because other people have done it, doesn't mean it's not possible. It's actually the opposite. It's evidence that it is possible for you. And even all of the career growth that you've experienced so far, all of the ways that you've invested in yourself so far are the evidence that you can do it again. Ooh, I love it. So throw yourself into it. And last but not least, it will be hard sometimes. You will encounter walls that are tough to push through. You will encounter people 
that don't believe in you the same way you believe in yourself, that are all talk and no action, that don't see your value. Yes, those are hard things, but you can do hard things. You've done it before. Look back on your career. Realize that you've gotten through obstacles before throughout your career and throughout your life. And that is just evidence. That is just proof that you can do hard things. And if you've done it in the past, you can do it again in the future. So create this career path for yourself. Realize that it's not selfish to want something more. It's actually natural to want something more. It's actually natural to want to participate in the growth and the creation that's going on all around you. So create that career growth for yourself with these seven steps. And please go to the show notes because I've created an amazing career workbook that is going to take you through steps on how to appreciate what you've done, how to understand your accumulated value, create a roadmap, and build the mindset that you need to have the career growth you want now and forever in your future. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.